Welcome to What Now, a podcast for Lost and Found. This is your host, Amanda. As I'm recording, it is New Year's Eve today, but once this releases, this will be the first episode of 2024. So exciting. And welcome to the new year, everyone. As you're listening, I hope you had a fun and safe New Year's Eve. I'd, uh, I personally did not go partying, but it was a good way to wind down the end of 2023. So I hope all of you had a good time, whether you were resting or enjoying enjoying nightlife or hanging out with your friends or family. I, I hope it was good. Let's see. I thought while I had the time, I could use this opportunity for this episode to just kind of close out close out the year and welcome welcome 2024 with open arms, whether I'm really ready for it or not, but that is uh, to be determined at this point. I thought I could catch you guys up on everything since Christmas and getting into, like everybody's been seeing on the internet, New Year's resolutions and kind of my thoughts on that and the process I've been going through over the last couple of days trying to come up with a decision for that. And my my thoughts behind them and then you know kind of close it out with you know just well wishes to all of you so that's kind of the the summary of what we're going to talk about today and uh, let's get into it so since Christmas I some of you may have been following along while I was there with my family but Dirks and I drove up to stay with my parents my brother's fiance was with her own family and my brother had to work on Christmas Day so we couldn't all be together this year but that's okay. I did get to see Jackson Christmas Eve and he brought over a a new dish. Let me see if I can remember this correctly. Short rib fettuccine ragu is what he called it and it was absolutely delicious. So that's what we had for Christmas Eve dinner and then Christmas Day I went with my parents to my maternal grandmother's house, and we spent time with my mom's siblings and their partners, and just had a rather chill, chill dinner. And uh, basically, uh, my aunts and uncles are all really funny, and they're all living in different parts of the South. But I think the thing that's going to stick with me the most was when my uncle Jerry asked my uncle Link. You know, they they were just catching up and saying hi to each other. And Jerry asks Link, you know, how how you doing? How you been feeling? And Link goes, oh, you know, hanging on like a hair in a biscuit. And all of us just started laughing, kind of like, you know, what, what, <laughs> what does that even mean? Is, is that a good thing? Is that a bad thing? Are you trying to say you feel disgusting or confused? I don't really know. And he goes you know, to defend himself was like, well, you know, like it means, you know, when a hair's been, when you find a, when you open a biscuit and you find a hair in it, you know that it's been baked in. That sucker is not coming out. It ain't going to budge. It's just, it's already been put through the ringer, going through the oven, getting baked off and it's somehow still there. That's me. (laughs) So for whatever reason, he is uh, hanging on like a hair in a biscuit and Maybe that's just the Southern mountain man's version of, you know, hanging on by the skin of your teeth, I guess. I don't know. Or a hair in your teeth at this point, if you ate that biscuit, because Lord knows 
If it was a biscuit in my house, it's probably a dog hair <laughs> that got baked into it. Oh, So that was a mess and a half, but I had a really good time. I was the only grandchild that was able to make it to the festivities this year, so I got a lot of attention. Luckily, not about my relationship status this year, but rather my career status and, you know, what are you doing? How's work? Where are you going? What do you want to do? What are you trying to pursue? What brings you joy? Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I think people have given up on uh, whether or not I'm going to find a partner or not. My parents are pretty funny. Since my brother's been engaged, uh, they we're all in a group chat together talking about like plans for that particular event and what he and his fiance would like to do. And they were talking about groomsmen's gifts. And I won't say what Jackson wants to give them, but my mom had suggested bow ties from this place called Brackish. Um, and they're lovely handmade bow ties, at, but they're made with uh, feathers. So bird feathers that have been humanely used. Um, and they're just absolute works of art complete one of a kind they don't repeat birds each year so whenever you go into that store it's new jewelry new handmade accessories out of whatever they were finding that particular year so she floated that idea and uh jackson said you know maybe maybe not kind of a thing but um she goes, <laughs> the point of me telling the story is that she goes, it's fine. I'll just save them for when I renew my vows to your father. And I thought when I saw that in the group chat, my initial thought was, you know, oh, good. I'm so glad that we've already decided that it's fine. I'll save this idea for Amanda's wedding is not what is coming out of their mouth anymore. <laughs> it's, well, I'll save it for when I renew my vows to your father. Because that's more likely to happen. <laughs> a meteor is going to hit Earth before Amanda finally says yes to someone. Oh, God bless. No, I know. Don't get me wrong. I know that is not the intention of what my mother said. That is just me admitting that that's my thought process. <laughs> By the end of this year, that is my thought process. Like, ah, yeah, we're just, thank God they've stopped asking. Thank God they've stopped suggesting it's going to be my turn. because. That's okay. It's, it's okay. It it will be absolutely lovely when they decide to renew their vows together. I think it'll be very sweet. And my dad obviously loves those bow ties anyway, so he is not going to object to getting a new one by any means. But yeah, so that's that was that trip. Half the family also had the flu, so I couldn't see the other half of the group. So it was mostly me double fisting wine and bourbon. Trying not to freak out about what's your five-year plan and with your career. Because guess what? A girl don't have an answer for that either. So that's okay. That's okay. Oh, man. But I hope that everybody else, uh, anybody listening, I hope all of you had a good time with your families. If you were able to see them, that you enjoyed the holiday season and found a way to rest and recuperate and reflect on everything you've accomplished, everything you want to do in the upcoming year, and just, you know, took time to rejoice in what's going well for you right now and reflect or reach out to your friends or your family where it may not be going well for them and keeping them in your thoughts and showing them that you love them in other ways, right? Ways that will be helpful for them 
Um, because I, I know sometimes the holidays are tough for, for other people and it's not always a good time. So I can respect that two things can be true at once, right? So like we talk about on the show all the time, two things can always be true at once. We can hold space for both the good and the bad during the holidays. But all this to say, as soon as Christmas was over, I started to notice a lot of people, at least on social media, were starting to talk about New Year's resolutions, how to wrap up your year, things to look forward to in 2024, how to either accept or execute in things in 2024, and you know, what you should be doing, what you should be doing, what you should be leaving behind, what you should be forgetting, like five things we're no longer taking with us you know, into 2024 or five things we're going to make sure we are going to do in 2024 or other messages that were just like, look, it's just another Monday. You're going to go to sleep tonight on Sunday. You're going to wake up and it's going to be Monday. And that's, that's basically it. There's no need to put all the pressure on yourself to magically have all of your problems figured out come Monday, you know, January 1. So I thought, that could be something we could address on the show today, you know, New Year's resolutions to have or not to have, but also just acknowledging the extremes, right? Like you're going to be seeing if you are active on social media or if you, you know, socialize at all, I'm sure people are talking about it or bringing it up or expressing their opinions about New Year's resolutions and what they are and whether or not to have them too. So you can't really avoid it and at this time of year. So I don't want to, one, make the assumption that you have a plan in mind or that you even have a New Year's resolution because I don't think everybody believes in them or does, does anything with that. And then two, anything I say in this episode, I am not vain enough to think that what I'm saying is original, you know, or that I, whatever advice I'm about to give or opinions I'm about to give are going to be that profound. They're, they're not. They're just mine. They're, it's my research and it's my opinions, right? Based on that research. So I I have a couple of quotes that I've been saving for the last couple of days, things that I either admired or that kind of gave me some food for thought. And I figured I could share those on the episode with y'all and just kind of discuss my thought process while reading those to you. But that's really where I'm at. I don't I don't have an answer, but I'm hoping that sometimes in life you may not be ready to talk about something or agree with something or reconcile with a certain situation that you might be in until you hear it discussed by a third party person or an objective outsider, right? So maybe this is something that's been on your mind. And by listening to this show today, it will either hopefully resonate or help you in some way make a decision if you've been struggling with trying to figure that out, you know. Um, but let's dive on in. So New Year's resolutions to have or not to have. I personally... I don't really believe in them. I, I'm sure when we were young, my parents may have asked us, you know, well, what, what, what's your New Year's resolution? What are you going to do differently in the in the next year? Or what is it that you're going to hope for, or try to do, or accomplish? So I'm sure we talked about them growing up, but it was never, it was never a big 
deal, right? Because like we always had so many other things going on. Like we we were already traveling to and from grandparents' houses. We were already trying to get ready for mine and my brother's birthdays, which were in January. So right after the holidays, we were going either in or out of back to school, you know, right after that. So like it just wasn't, I don't think there was much time in between December and January where we weren't hit, getting ready to just hit the ground running just to sheerly exist, much less put pressure or expectations on one another that we were going to achieve something. Um, I also personally believe that just because January 1 is the top of the calendar year, there's so many other ways and throughout our society where we can, what we consider to be quarter one, quarter two, quarter three, quarter four, if you're doing fiscal year versus calendar year and fiscal years dependent on the company or the group that you work for, like for the federal government, it's always in October all the way through. Um, and for the, um, at my marketing agency that I work at, we, we work off of the calendar year. So internal projects look quarterly beginning in January, but if you're on the sales teams, sales reports and recommendations and planning strategy starts based on the clientele that you're working with. So for me, I work on the federal government sales team. So I operate on two separate plan planning systems, like internal marketing. I do everything January through December and then sales I do October through September. So I am constantly thinking in two different worlds at all times. So it doesn't really leave a lot of room for me to think about my own goals and when should I start one and then check myself for milestones, right? Like it's just not, that's not really feasible. Um, I also strongly believe that goals can be rolled over if you haven't achieved them yet. Like telling yourself like it's going to, I have one year to get all of this done, or I have one year to lose all this weight, or I have one year to start this business, or I have one year to do X, Y, or Z, whatever the particular goal. I have one year to quit smoking. I have one year to quit drinking. I have one year to, you know, readjust my financial mindset, like whatever, you know, whatever your goal actually is. I think things get sticky when you tell your you set that subconscious expectation that it has to be done this year or it's considered a failure so like i have to renew start over completely in january 1st and like honestly i don't think there's anything wrong with rolling over a particular goal that you had previously right like if you're still on your fitness journey you should continue that you shouldn't be judging yourself in you know by december 31st how well did I do this past year versus, okay, well, I messed, I went into Thanksgiving, messed up my diet, had a couple bad days, try to get renewed between, you know, Thanksgiving to Christmas. And now it's just all gone downhill and it's complete garbage. And it's like, well, sure, you got off your consistency, but that doesn't mean you can't just renew your goal, roll over your goal from before. There's so many particular goals that are inherently related to our evolution as a person and setting it with setting that particular evolution on a timeline that actually should be a lifestyle goal rather than 
a timed goal can get, you know, messy. And it might be a whole lot easier to just go, oh, well, I already messed it up. Like, let me just, let me just give up. Let me just, you know, my, my fitness is garbage. I'm just going to stay a garbage human in my garbage can and never get out of here because apparently that's all I'm ever going to be good for. And that the spiraling like that, when you set that particular goal is just, it's not, it's not good. Of course, you're never going to get to where you wanted to go. Um, because you set that precedent on yourself rather than figuring out how to convert your lifestyle to support your new goals or your current goals or your rolled over goals, right? So I personally believe you don't need to have a New Year's resolution just because everybody else is having them. And if you have a goal that you still want but did not achieve during 2023, there's absolutely nothing wrong with just rolling it over into 2024. If you are lucky enough to wake up today and have another day available to you, then you can absolutely keep grinding towards whatever that original goal was until you get there, right? There's nothing wrong with that. And that's one of the reasons why I think there's a lot of, or there's nuanced complications with the term new year, new me. My, that mindset. You might be seeing that on the internet a lot, um, especially when related to fitness industry or health and wellness related industry and projects that they have. Um, and particularly businesses that want to sell you workout programs at the beginning of the year, right? Because they want to help you boost your chances of going to the gym and being successful in, in the new year. And that's, I think that phrase new year new me come originate probably originates from a place of good intention but it it adds that pressure i believe that you have to fix things in a year which sometimes you just can't you know fitness should be a lifestyle evolution for you you're going to go through lots of different phases in your life where you do change and you do have different pressures and environmental factors that are going to affect how you show up for yourself. So I think it's difficult to constantly expect yourself to renew new year, new me, new year, new me, new year, new me. That's exhausting. Every single year you have to be a brand new person. You got to be a brand new version. You got to be, you got to scrap everything else that's old from you. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. That's that seems like so much more emotional work, right? Rather than ha taking the time to self-reflect on picking and choosing like, "All right, this is what worked for me this past year. This is what did not." Let me see how I can build myself better using what I've learned versus new year new me. New year starting all over. Starting all over from scratch. Roll <laughs> roll up this wad of paper of a human and toss that in the bin and let's just start with a new scrap of paper. Like, no, no, it's a, there shouldn't be that much added, you know, pressure. It's sometimes you, when people use this phrase, new year, new me, it's almost suggesting that you are inherently wrong, bad, lazy, you know, imperfect, you know, not good enough to begin with. And to a certain extent, yes, nobody's perfect, right? Absolutely. I'm not, you're not, you know, it doesn't make you better or worse than me or me better or worse than you. Just 
the truth is you're a human, right? But you're not, I don't believe that you're inherently wrong or inherently bad or inherently lazy or inherently not enough to begin with. So therefore you need new you, right? You don't, new year, new me. That's, sometimes it's applicable and I think other times it's dangerous to say. Does that make sense? Like there's, there's a time and a place for reinvention and there's a time and a place where you are going to be starting over. There's a time and a place where you are going to be forced to evolve. You are going to get uncomfortable. Something is going to throw you off your game. You're going to lose or fail in a big way. And it's going to possibly derail you for a minute. But there, there's always the chance for your perspective and your emotional control to take hold and to be like, you know what, this did not work out. And this sucks. I can admit that the feeling is terrible and that I wish it had gone the other way, but that's an okay moment to be like, all right, I need to gather the lessons learned and be a better person or renew myself, evolve myself, reinvent myself to get to where I need to go next, you know, and that's fine. Starting over like that, I think is a valuable thing to do and you should do throughout your life, no matter how old you are no matter where you are, financially, emotionally, um, physically, that learning about yourself is never a bad idea. Uh, But there's a time and a place for that. So I would very hesitate to believe every single word someone says if they are clinging very tightly to New Year, New Me. It's just not... It's not a good way to, I think, start your year by already telling yourself a negative thing. that Like, I wasn't good enough. I need to be someone else. I need to be this new version of myself. And, like, that's not... You are always enough with room to improve. You Or what is it that Jess Sims, the Peloton instructor, says? Like, you're allowed to be a masterpiece and a work in progress at the same time. My statement or my version of what Jess Sim says would be more like new year, same badass me. Right. But I was flipping through social media to try and find some ideas or quotes or topics, you know, just to kind of cover certain new year's resolution things or things that people have been saying and find the ones that stuck with me the most. And then share those with you, you know, and it kind of explained my thought process behind why I liked what they had to say. Um, but sticking to the uh, fitnessy related ones, before we move into lifestyle related ones, I uh, came across a quote from uh, Chrissy Chella. She said in her Instagram today, you know, fitness is about elevating the life you already have and making it better. It's not about consuming your life. And the context that she was bringing this out of was that she is launching a new workout program January 1st of 2024. And you can find that program by joining her app on Evolve You. And she was essentially trying to explain the reasoning behind the new program that she had designed and what she wanted to use it for. But the thing that really stuck out to me was that she continues to hone into her audience 
Fitness is about elevating the life you already have, not getting consumed by fitness, not letting it control every single piece of your lifestyle, like or every single piece of your your thoughts and your minds and your foods and your goals and your ability to function in the world. Like fitness is important. You need it to help you with longevity of your life, for elevating your life, but it should never consume your self-worth, if that makes sense. Um, her other company, um, Honor Active, also posted a quote today that said, you know, January isn't a reset button. It's a reminder to honor ourselves in our unique journeys. 2024 is the year that you should believe in yourself and all that you are. Remember that there is something inside of you that is greater than any obstacle. And you don't need a new year to start anew. Every day is a chance to relearn, reinvest, and restart. And I thought that that was really great. Um, they are not trying to make people feel bad about their lifestyle choices and reminding you that like it's just another year, really. You, you don't have to wait for January 1 to evolve, to relearn, reinvent, and restart. You are the person that is in control of your life and your decisions and your choices. And if you want to start anew, just go ahead and go for it, right? Like you, you've, you don't need to wait on other people's approval. You don't need to wait on a specific calendar timeline or someone else's 12-week program, you know? It, you are your biggest advocate at the end of the day. It is always going to be you. So you don't need a new year to start anew. And I, I just really appreciated that. Um, I thought that was a, a good objective, even though she runs two fitness-related companies. They are actively trying to make sure that they are honest with their audience, but reminding them that they can elevate their lives and they have the the power to do so, right? You don't need to wait on other people's timelines to make something happen like that. And I think that's huge. All right. So let's see what else I saved because I saved everything in, everything in Instagram. So this quote came from an individual on, on Instagram with the handle Vex King. I don't believe I follow Vex. It says, a self-love writer and author, number one Sunday Times, best-selling author, co-founder of The Rising Surf. Vex King said, for 2024, just go for it. Start that business or project. Put yourself out there. Try that practice. Apply for that role. Sign up for that class. Join that community, implement that ritual, you know, explore that concept, learn that skill, make that call, set those boundaries, approach that person, ask those questions, pick up that hobby, go for that run or walk or workout, give up that habit, create that video, record that podcast, write that book, cook that dish, embrace that style, book that therapist, book that coach, journal those thoughts and emotions. Challenge that belief. Release that guilt. Visualize those goals. Speak those affirmations. Book that time off. Watch those documentaries. Take that chance. Share that love. So that's a lot, right? That's a lot of instructions. That's a lot of 
inspiring things that you could do, right? If you've been holding back on any of those particular topics or ideas, or you've had those thoughts in the back of your mind for a while, it can be helpful to read something like that and just go, you know what, you're right, I'm going, I'm going to do that. Um, he continues in the caption to talk about not trying to do it all. Like, yes, I just told you, just go for it. And I gave you all the, re the things that you could be going for, but you don't really need to, you don't need to be taking action to, without purpose, right? Like you should be taking, you should be taking action to limit mental chaos and then whatever comes from that, own it. Whatever you've reflected enough on to realize, okay, that's actually my goal. Then that's what you should execute on. Don't get overwhelmed by wanting to do all of these things. You can get all of those things done that he wrote in his Instagram post, but you're going to want to keep your efforts steady and consistent enough so that way you can make progress, but be thoughtful and observe how well that's going for you and then correct as needed. Right? So I thought that that was, that was a good one. Um, another one that I read was this year, this is from Lexi Florentina. Again, someone else that I don't actually know. It says, a somatic and trauma-trained practitioner, writer, um, attachment-centered healing. You can apply for sessions and courses with her. But I just really appreciated this quote because a friend of mine posted it. This year, I'm not doing New Year's resolutions. Instead, I'm acknowledging all the things I have already went through that I have already accomplished. And no, I don't mean the type of accomplishments that everyone else could see. I mean the ones that only I could ever know were actually a mountain for me to climb. The moments where I softened in places where I would usually stay tense. The moments where I said no, where I'd usually force myself to say yes. The moments where I'd say how I felt instead of making myself small. The moments I gave myself permission to not have to do it all. The moments where I actually rested. The moments where I was present with things that brought me joy. The moments where I took the leap even when I wasn't fully confident. The moments where I didn't shame myself for how I felt. The moments where, for once, I had compassion for myself. This year, I'm reflecting on the little moments where I experienced something a little different. Something the eyes could not see, but something that was still big for me. And I just, I read through that several times when I saw that post come across my feed, and it just... It kind of, he was talking about like not the accomplishments that everyone else could see, but the ones where I had the mountain that I needed to climb, but people didn't recognize that that's what that was. Um, and giving yourself permission to not have to do it all. I, I still struggle with that. I want to do it all. I am pretty independent. I you know set really strict goals for myself and expectations for how I want to operate. And lately I've been living in a life where... I don't really have a plan, and that's been tough for me to reconcile with, right? I'm 
I'm in an uncomfortable growth phase of my life, and I'm trying to be as honest about that as possible and admit, you know, like I, I am still struggling to give myself permission to not have to do it all. But this was a really big year for me, and it was hard, but it was beautiful. And I started something completely new. I, with the, especially with the, you know, in particular with the podcast, I let go of some things that normally would have irritated me that don't anymore. I recognized distractions when they were happening and learning to not give in to those distractions anymore, I think is really important. And a lot of those were moments that nobody else got to see. And I'm proud of that, right? And I'm really proud of that. So I just, I saved these two quotes because I thought they were important to remind people that like you just don't you can always go for it, but you do not have to do it all. And putting so much pressure on yourself like that is just so unnecessary, right? Um, but one of the things I've learned in 2023 regarding New Year's resolutions, I don't necessarily, I still don't necessarily believe in them. But after kind of scrolling through social media, watching what other influencers have been saying or other people, you know, publicly online, the only thing that really kind of stuck to me that I was willing to try that is new rather than forcing myself to write down like a particular New Year's resolution goal. I, I don't have that. I do have five-year, 10-year goals, like things I'm manifesting, like what I did with the vision board with Max Malay a couple episodes back and what I want for the podcast as a whole, you know, if I can turn it into a business in some way what I would like to see for that business, what I would like to bring to fruition for that business. I write those things down. But on a personal level, I've never really been much for writing down New Year's resolutions or journaling, at least not since I was really little, right? Like that 10-year-old girl that wrote about joining the FBI. Like, I don't remember the last time I had a genuine journal. But for Christmas, the, at the company Christmas party this year, our agency gave us a couple different, you know, small gifts, trinkets and stuff. And one of the gifts that they gave us was a branded journal, just a blank, you know, small notebook with a pen that came with it. And I've been using that instead of writing work notes in them. I have it at my bedside table now. And every night before I go to sleep, and I've been writing in it. And this idea did not come organically to me. I was listening to an episode of Nicole Byers' podcast, and she had a guest on there that talked about, you know, I don't really believe in journaling or having a diary or, you know, making your assertions about yourself out loud sometimes. But the biggest thing that I've noticed that has changed in my life is when I would write down every night what it is I have in the future. And by manifesting what I say to myself that I will have, it has come to fruition every single time, whether it took a year, five years, maybe 10 years for it to happen. But that is the thing that I do when I write that down. It comes to me by allowing the flow, I guess, of the universe <laughs> to, to, to work in her favor. That is what has worked for her. So for the last couple of weeks, I've been using that journal that we gave, that our company gave us. I've been using that to 
write down what will happen to me in my future. So all of the statements are, I have, or I will have, or, you know, things like that. So it's something small too, like, I am healthy. I, I have a, a roof rack for the car. I have a kayak that I, you know, I use regularly. I will visit the beach once a year or I will, I will have, you know, financial stability. I will, or I, I have paid off my student loans. I have covered these purchases or I have, um, I have a healthy, um, supportive and passionate relationship. I have whatever it is that I need in that moment. Some of the days are different than others. So like some of the days I'm just thinking about, you know, my family or like I have a healthy family. I have the ability to support my family if needed. I have the ability to travel when I want to, or I have visited XYZ people. Um, so it kind of changes day in and day out, but all of the statements, she, the, the main thing that she was saying in her podcast episode was that you have to say future. So like I have, I will have, or this is mine and you're claiming it. You have to, you have to say I have and claim it for yourself. I think the biggest thing about that is that it helps keep it at the forefront of your mind. And then when you go to sleep, it like ingrains into your subconscious, right? And then you get to start over again. Um, some people work through gratitude journals. You know, if you don't really have a goal in mind, you know, sometimes you can try journaling first and then see what pours out of you organically. And then you can kind of dig through that again and dig through that again and drill down to what you want to do and where you want to go from there. Um, so that's why I thought it would be worth giving it a try, right? Um, one of the other influencers that I follow, uh, Danielle Wilson, she posted a end of the, end of the year self check-in. And she said, step one, you need to journal the answers to these questions. So she does a lot of content on Instagram and TikTok about how to define your why, whether that's in your fitness journey or your personal life journey. Um, so I thought her writing journal questions is a good opportunity for some people who may have never tried journaling before, or you do journal a lot and you're very, um, you're into mindfulness or mindset activities you know, resetting your mindset or reestablishing a particular type of mindset, you know, your fitness mindset, your emotional mindset, your financial mindset, whatever it is that you are trying to enhance in your life. So I will post on my stories and save on a highlight uh, Danielle Wilson's question. So that way um, people can uh, look at those if you'd like to copy them and, and go from there. But they, I just want to admit that these are not my journaling questions, right? Like these are, these are hers and I can add them to the show notes as well. If you would like to look through that and try that for yourself. But these are the questions that I thought were really good. You know, stuff, stuff like what did you learn about yourself this year? 
What are you most proud of yourself for accomplishing this year? What do you think is your biggest opportunity for improvement in 2024? How is your self-talk? How is your conversation with yourself? You know, how can you improve on on that self-talk? You know, how can you take better health, better care of your health this next year? How do you take, um, what are you doing with your relationships? Which ones brought you the most joy and fulfillment? What relationships left you feeling drained? You know, it gives you a second to think about... <laughs> Think about what is currently in your life, what's holding you back, what should you keep, what should you get rid of. So I just, I loved her end of the year self check-in because it, even if you don't want to set a New Year's resolution, by going one by one down the line of these questions that she gives you, it can help you, I think, drill down to what you, what you've learned, what you've gained, what you've lost, and what you do not need to keep anymore, right? Those are four big buckets that I think anybody should take the time to reflect on. So I will probably do that tonight instead of my usual just I will have or I have statements. I might go through and actually do her, do her check-in. And then step two is create your vision board for 2024. So I did do the vision board with Max uh, Malay back in October. So I don't know that I will make a 2024 vision board because I kind of feel like the vision board I have is still applicable. I may end up being a uh, an annual <laughs> an annual vision board person rather. So maybe on the birthday of podcast for the lost and found I will uh renew the the vision board each year for the birthday party episode and just be like we've made it through year 1. Let's go. All right, bitches, get ready for birthday number two kind of a thing. I don't know. We'll see. But those are those are the kind of things that I saw on the Internet lately that were really stuck out to me in my mind. Um, Also, another uh, friend of mine suggested that if you don't have a journal or a blank diary or a blank notebook to journal with and you want some more structured mindset journaling or structured goal setting. One of the really great journal systems that are out there right now is from an individual author and writer um, named Case Kenny. He's a content creator uh, on social media and DJ and uh, uh, the author of several journals and a podcast host of New Mindset Who Dis. Uh, You may have heard of him. Um, He sells his journals on his website, New Mindset Who Dis, and on Amazon. So you can buy those directly from him. Um, but they're all based on whatever the specific type of mindset is that you want. If you want to build more confidence and be more bold in your life, he's got a journal to help you do that. If you are working through your romantic relationships, building up what you want out of a partnership, he's got a relationship journal for you to work through to help you with that particular mindset of dating and pursuing the right people and improving your elevating your own life at the same time kind of a thing. So he's got a lot of good stuff in there. So I would suggest those if you don't want to do a blank journal like what I'm doing right now. So his are really good. And I will um I, I can link all of this for the things that I found in the show notes in case you guys want to do that. Um but that's kind of really it y'all. I I just wanted to get on here and, you know, say Happy New Year, but also 
remind you that like if you're feeling anxious about all this goal setting or all these new renewals or feeling like you have to reinvent yourself you don't need to right like you can always go for it but you don't need to stress yourself out and try and do it all you know like there's a reason that people always ask for the strategy behind what you want to execute on and whatever it is your um your your goals are right and the means of how to get those things accomplished taking the time to be thoughtful and purposeful in your decisions on whatever goal it is you want to set for yourself i think that whatever new year's resolution you pick it should help elevate your life not consume your life but that's really where i would go with it i'd definitely try the journaling exercise from danielle wilson if any of you have inspiring quotes that you found during your New Year's resolution process or things that you saw over the last couple of days, feel free to send them in. I love hearing what other people think about the topics that I bring up on the episodes. And if you if you had a New Year's resolution that you wanted to share, I'd love to hear about it and discuss that with you or support you along along your journey. You know, um, just because I don't have one in particular doesn't mean that I can't appreciate the effort and the time that you're putting into yourself and your goals and I'm here to pour back into you if you ever need support or you want to bounce ideas off of somebody I'm I'm happy to do that so that is all for tonight's episode I just wanted to you know get all those crazy thoughts out and hopefully it made sense and you found it at least supportive or validating if you've been confused or over it you know or exhausted this past year it's okay like you you can take your time while you're elevating your life and while you're renewing the things that you need to renew without feeling the stress of needing to completely reinvent yourself you know don't don't do unnecessary work we're gonna work smarter not harder that's all i've got for you tonight or (laughs) tonight because that's when i'm recording that's all i've got so thank you so much for listening just want to say happy new year you wily wanderers you are always welcome here at the lost and found i uh appreciate everyone's support and continued um engagement it really means the world to me when i hear from you and hear which episodes you've really you know related to and you enjoyed listening to it means a lot to me to know that i have helped in some way or at least inspired you or entertained you in some way if you've either laughed or cried with me i really do appreciate it so please continue to like, subscribe, leave a review, share the episodes with your friends. You know, the more the merrier. Um, Leave me a comment, five stars. If you would like to send me a message or any questions, you can always email me at askwhatnowpodcast at gmail.com. Always happy to hear from you and interact with you. And it means the world to me that you are here and supporting the show. So happy new year. And Remember, wanderers are always welcome.